So here we go. Wives, submit your husbands as unto the Lord. Husbands, love your wives. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Children, obey your parents. You'll find all of these in Ephesians 5 and 6 and Colossians 3, 18 to 24. It's meant to bring harmony in the family. They aren't rules, they're commands. Marriage is a covenant, but this is neither the time nor the place to go into that subject. In preparing these messages, I find that I start with one thing and uncover another. And we have to start with the woman when we look at marriage and the family because the fall has distorted everything. The scripture we started with speaks first to the woman. Do you remember what Matthew Henry had to say about the woman? The woman was made out of a rib from the side of Adam, not made out of his head to rule over him, not out of his feet to be trampled upon, but out of his side to be equal with him under his arm to be protected, and near his heart to be beloved. The wife holds the key to the unity of the family, to the respect of the children for their parents, and to the man taking up his God-given position as head. It's impossible, ladies, for man to fulfil his role as husband and father if the wife refuses to honour him as the head of the family. A good wife will know her husband's weaknesses, but she won't focus on them. She will ensure that she upholds him, praises him and encourages him. She will not undermine his authority in front of the children or countermand his instructions. There's nothing more destructive than a woman who discourages and disparages her husband. Wives, you might like to look that word up in a thesaurus, disparage. It's not a nice word. Wrong teaching, the women's liberation movement and such things have influenced us, men and women alike, within the church to remain under the effects of the fall when Jesus has set us free. When we're born again, God brings back order into our lives in alignment with his word. Headship in the family is male. So ladies, come into submission, honour your husband, whether in your estimation he is good, bad or ugly. Honour is not agreement with ungodly views or beliefs, nor is it submission to abuse or violence. These are social issues. What I'm talking about here is normal married life. Like the quality of meekness, submission is submitted strength. As you honour your husband, God will honour you and blessing will rest on your family. The truth of the matter is the sexes are equal but different and both must honour and respect each other as being made in his image. In Genesis 2.18 the Lord said it was not good for man to be alone so he provide a helper comparable to him. The word helper in Hebrew is the same word in the New Testament used for the Holy Spirit, who is co-equal with the Father and the Son. The point I'm making here is that the woman is equal to, comparable to, the man. She's not inferior to him. Her skill set is completely different, but equally important. They were given the task jointly of subduing the earth and having dominion over it. In the body of Christ, we're told to submit to one another out of reverence to Christ, 
that there is no male or female, slave nor free in the body, but each esteems the other higher than himself. We each have a place and a function. What, God's ask, what God asks is that we're faithful where he's placed us. Women, you are an equal partner. Your husband is to love and cherish you. Your part is to honour and respect him and submit to him. In so doing, you are showing how the body of Christ, the bride, should act towards her heavenly bridegroom. You are a visual aid in the earth and you do not have to fight to be recognised. You have equality with man in God's eyes. Your submission to your husband is because of the responsibility he carries before God as the head of the family. He is not your spiritual head. Jesus is that. You are responsible to God for your own life and walk, but your husband protects the whole family by his headship when you accord him the honour and respect his position demands. Husbands, here it comes. You are to love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. This is a self-giving love, not a taking love. It means in covenant you are prepared to lay down your life for your wife. You treat her as an equal. You cherish her, you nourish her, you protect and love her as you would your own body. Ephesians 5, 28 and 29. And furthermore, fathers, you are instructed in two places not to provoke your children to anger. And what about the children and their behaviour? If, if you don't like the way they treat you, mum and dad, look at how you have been treating each other and then consider how you've disciplined them or not, as the case may be. You have been behaviourally, morally, both model and teacher, when order was ordained by God and it comes into the family unit, love and harmony will follow. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. Guaranteed. Summing up then, Christian marriage is a prophetic message. The husband demonstrates towards his wife the same kind of sacrificial, self-giving love that Christ has for the church. The wife has a corresponding privilege to demonstrate in her relationship with the husband the same kind of reverential love that the church has for Christ her Lord and coming bridegroom. Sometimes the unspoken testimony of our lives speaks louder than the words we say. If you've still got some gas in the tank, come back tomorrow when we'll address the issue of governing authorities and our proper responses to them. Could be more opportunities for the fur and the feathers to fly. God bless.